Yo, this is Ella Rocker, South Philly's number one bourbon general. Just cruising on this beat I made right here. You're now tuned in to Sir Love Day, my man Cheese, Crush Your Live Podcast. Talking about the best topics on earth. Damn straight, I said it. The whole globe. Yeah, about to dip out though. Shout to my people's career crooks, wrecking crew, crush a lot of podcasts. Peace. Welcome back, Crush a Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese. Man, it's been a crazy couple of weeks, but the gang is back together. Sir Love Day, how are you? I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. And all the way from Miami, Kalina. Kalina, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm a little bit tired. Yeah, I look man. crazy right now. You guys can see me. They can't see me, but I look a little bit. <laughs> she's, she's out here doing it. She's going to stay up late, giving you the, the high-quality insight. Uh, but I got I got, I got a few things to get off my chest. Um, mm. It's been a sad week as we mourn it has. the death. Yes. Of a of a of an artist. And if you haven't heard, Nas has passed away. And his career <laughs> is over. Yes. And and very tragic. And this. we are mourning his death. As a lot of mm. people know, he dropped sudden. His, his sudden. He dropped his album mm. sometime between Friday and Saturday. No one really knows. No one knows. It didn't come out like it everything else. It took a while. And we found out why, because mm-hmm. yeah. his career was dead, and they knew it, and they didn't yeah. want to release it, but they had to. They put their foot in their mm-hmm. mouth, and yeah. um, he died by Kanye. Kanye essentially yep. murdered him. Cause of death. <laughs> Cause of <Jesus>. death. <laughs> his own peoples. Yes, yeah. and yeah. Uh, ain't no coming back from this. Not for me. Um, Boy, if we're gonna talk about great albums we're gonna also have to talk about the duds that they drop and at this point i haven't done the tally but i think he dropped more duds than he has quality saying that i'm gonna mourn i'm gonna absolutely <laughs> um but take your time go through your stages you know go don't, go don't through fight your grief mm-hmm. go through the uh, yeah say your it, anger your, your anger your deal making you know Try and try and make your deals and try and bargain your way out of it. That acceptance, you know, go. you got to go through those stages. You know, for me, it took me probably four listens to get through even three stages. Um, and I stayed on anger for so long. But I'm really getting to a place <laughs> of acceptance now where I can really just be in the moment of the loss of his career. Right. And, and I can accept that. I can accept that, hey, I knew it was going to be a hard hill to climb back up for him because it takes something extra. As much as seeing his biggest rival for the past 20 years turn around and come back out with such vigor and such verve and such force would push him to go, you know what, I'm going to try. No, no. No trying on this side. It's just a uh, phoned in versus 
over beats that sound like they were either made for someone else or they were made for an old version of Nas. And uh, yeah, I'm not with it. Yeah, we're not, not going to go into super hyper detail about this. Just know that this album is now a coaster. It is a paperweight. It is mm, it's what you wipe. It is a broken file. To clean yourself and you put in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not. Yes. Don't waste vinyl money on it. Go buy something else. Yeah. Um, it it's is, that uh, it's that crusted bit that gets around the cap of the ketchup. After it's been yes. out for a while, yes. that Damn. old crusted ketchup that you have to peel off. My guys not... yeah. are going in yeah, that's, today. That's exactly what it I had, is. Let me, you know, I just want to say something. This is a disclaimer. I had no idea that both of them, <laughs> both of them felt this way. Listen, you can't. You caught me off guard you, today. You're I part of the show, I and you're signing. the dickhead. You're signing <laughs> off on what we're saying. This is a part of the trio. You must walk through whatever bullshit we go through we must stand together <laughs> we cannot be separated in in our attempts to to soldier on for the love of hip-hop that's it and that's, that's the way it. we're gonna do it and uh he is he has turned into that sneaker that you wore too long and now it's separating at the bottom that's what he mm-hmm. is right now and no right. no amount of cra- no amount of kanye crazy glue uh, can fix that <laughs> unless your name is Q-Tip and then you can redeem yourself yeah I just dropped that one you like that straight, one straight that, like that's that that's the yeah. only doctor that could bring back that but that's where we are uh, rest in peace Nas should have never geoscaped where you were moving on <laughs> ouch it's ouch. cold world baby cold yeah. world I'm a Ooh. big Jizza fan uh, we are gonna close out our Art of MC series it's been a Ooh, while uh, we've been yeah. going through some changes uh, people getting new jobs and new schedules I'm over here dealing with with nonsense from the Brooklyn heat sir love they trying to keep the ladies off him he has the, the immaculate beard Stuff. working the shine on the glistening and it's, it's perfect for the summer and I know he's rocking them calves out so he's getting all the love from all the beautiful co-workers and he's like yo don't call HR on me please don't 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 do that um but we gotta close it out so sir love day where are we today what are we gonna tackle today today we are going into one of the most beloved portions of emceeing and that's that art of that wordplay that's those metaphors all you hear all the time people talking about uh you hear metaphors you'll hear similes come up we're talking about those wonderful literary tools like alliteration we're talking about even great personification or anthropomorph anthropomorphization excuse me of characters like you find in some songs where uh for example you'll have guys like uh common turn hip-hop into a human woman right and i used to love her that's the sort of great wordplay a song long metaphor that great demonstration of how you flipped your words to have not just one meaning but multiple meanings and depth and understanding behind them and so we're going to look at that today it's going to be yeah. a good one. And it could be a song. It could be a verse in particular. We, yeah. we all have three different minds, three different things of looking at things. Um, yep. And so that's where we're going to go. Um, and mm. hopefully um, someone could at AZ where he could write Nas's <laughs> lyrics again uh, for Nas could go back to the way he was. No, no. He didn't write Nas's lyrics. I mean, there's some concerns. There's some concerns. I'm just saying that's that's my working theory at this point. Um, I don't have proof. He did say the world is mine was his concept first. He did come out and publicly say that a few times. 
uh, when Nas got mad at everybody and was like, FJZ, FAZ, if anybody with alphabets, I don't like all of you. And 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 Questlove and the Roots too. If y'all look at Jay Z wrong, I don't like you. You were born in Marcy. I hate you. Izzy was like, chill, fam. <laughs> I, 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 I did one of your biggest songs ever. That was me. That was my concept. Why are you doing that to me? Um, so God, I don't know. Godspeed, we'll see. Nasty. He was never right when he lost the nasty. Just my. <laughs> Once he dropped the nasty, it was all done. Uh, saying that, let's go. Uh, you know, one thing that did come out today before we go into our. Uh, it's not a list. It's just like three, three um, highlights of yeah. the best of the best. Uh, but one thing that did come out today, as of today, Wednesday, is uh, the tr- not the track listing, but the episode listing of Luke Cage season two. And why am I bringing uh, that up? Well, I'm bringing it up because every episode is named yes. after a Pete Rock. Pete Rock and Seal Smooth. So, yeah. yeah, and that's just so wow. dope. And that's just so dope. Mm-hmm. So, let me pull up the list. Just for we could uh, read it out loud, for people could know. Mm-hmm. Episode number one, Soul Brother number one. Episode two, yep. Straighten It Out. Episode mm-hmm. three, Wig Out. Number four, I Get Physical. Ooh. Number five, All Sold Out. Number Episode mm-hmm. six, The Basement. Number seven, On and On. Number eight, If It Ain't Rough, It Ain't Right. Facts. Um, number nine, <laughs> For Pete's Sake. Number 10, The Main Ingredient. Number 11, The Creator. Number 12, Can't Front on Me. And of course, number 13, Troy, they reminisce over you. My God. So, man, they did the same thing on season one. Yeah. Was it uh, Mm -hmm. Public Enemies? Public Enemy Records, yeah. So, it's just cool. It's a little nod. Yeah. Uh, Marvel does this with the Marvel crossover, taking some of the iconic hip-hop albums and turning them into different variants. So, this is not Mm -hmm. new to them. But it's it's more of the idea that we promote this black excellence, this black gold that yes. uh, that we are celebrating. Um, so those things are are important to talk about, and I thought it was cool. So you know, yeah, um, yeah. Shout to Cheo Hadari Coker, the the writer of the show. I thought you just cursed at me, bro. I was like, yo, I, <laughs> I can look up your file real quick and know where you're living from. You know, if you want to go that way. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I'm looking Props forward to, to season two. Uh, big fan of yeah, season sure. one. And we're going to just throw this fun little tidbit. But let's go right into mm-hmm. our Art of MCs, metaphors, similes, wordplay, all that good stuff. Um show. I guess, you know, yeah. Let's hear it. Kalina. Um, what do you got? Um, she's she's the queen queen pen. She's uh, Okay, she's, so mm-hmm. we're starting off with me. Okay, I get it. I see. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I mean, I know that we've been delayed in doing this show, and it just so happened that I picked this particular song before we recorded today. So first, I'd like to say, rest in peace, Prodigy, because he did die on June 20th, 2017. And I happened to pick this song before, so it's a coincidence, and it's it's pretty dope. So I picked, and and we're talking metaphors here, so I picked um, Mob Deep's Drink Away the Pain. Mm. Actually, one of my most favorite songs, and obviously it's, uh, you know, if you don't know, well, this is what it is. It's uh, <laughs> liquor used as a metaphor for, you know, relationships with women. Mm-hmm. So as you as you go through it, I mean, Q-Tip also has a part in there where they do include, he goes off script and he talks about like different brands, like different like luxury brands, yeah. clothing brands, like he, he goes off script, but... 
between Prodigy and Havoc, the song is mostly like their relationship as seen through, you know, their eyes, but with, you know, alcohol. So it just mm-hmm. starts off first with Prodigy saying, you know, I used to be in love with this bitch named me and Jay. And then he doesn't mm-hmm. fuck with her no more because he fucks with Tanga Ray. So it's pretty much just telling you like how he goes through phases of like different types of liquor, how they get stronger. And it could be in the same way as like you go through different relationships or like situations yeah. with women. So so he goes through like old English and then he loves Danny, you know, which is, you know, St. Ides. <laughs> So he goes through all these phases. And then closer to the end, um, it's Havoc's part. And he's talking about how P put him on to, you know, Henny, you know, Henrock. But it's funny because he pushes her off to the crew and then she starts to get jealous. And he's just wondering, like, and then the, the girl, which is, you know, the alcohol, she's like, yo, why are you spending your money on the crew? Like, spend it on me. And she's mm-hmm. like, they're not going to be around for you when you need pussy. And he's like, you know what? This bitch is right. I should stick with her. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. so that's and then the more he sipped, you know, the more that he drank right. her, the stronger he right. got, the more confident he got. So it's just hard mm-hmm. to put it down. So um, in terms of metaphors, it's just one of those songs that always sticks with me. Not only is it one of my favorite, you know, records, but right. I had to pick it. So that was it. And that's in the, in the beat so. is, is, is really Great. Well, a song that's very deep and, and has yeah. a lot of weight to it, the, the beat is actually very opposite of it. Um, so, yeah, great pick. A shout-out to uh, Prodigy. And also, you know, scroll down on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can see our Project Prodigy tribute. Um, I also put a link up on it today where we have uh, big names like Ivy Rivera, Big Haas over in Saudi Arabia, and Farrah, mm-hmm. a friend of the show from Kuwait. Uh, yeah. A bunch of people, Sir Love Day, myself, Sunblaze all coming on to do a prodigy uh tribute that is one of probably my favorite episodes because how many people collaborated to make that work in hours and hours and hours and hours of editing uh, to <laughs> yeah. get everyone in so shout out to everyone who was on that show so love day man that's a hard one to pick and it completely yeah. i completely went it went over my head i don't have much really? up here um yo mm. because there was so many i couldn't like you can't think of everything it's crazy because this is like when you when you said metaphors when you sent it out initially like that w- I, it just was one of the first songs like just I thought of, I was like oh this is just my shit this yeah yeah <laughs> and I had other uh, other songs in my head that came up that I'll put up there Sir Love Day, Mister mm-hmm. Glistening Beard, um, that is I that is you the, <laughs> the best those are the most immaculate pussy ticklers I've ever seen in my life <laughs> thank you thank you you're welcome they, they do their job uh, well they do their, okay <laughs> what do you have uh, so for me this is a a bit of an easy pick um, and I only say easy pick because for me just like Kalina as soon as I thought oh yeah this episode we should do that and I started preparing for this episode the first song they just popped to my head because it's clearly one of my favorite songs of all time and I constantly quote it and refer to it Cookies by MF Doom uh, it's just a brilliant start to finish metaphor um, where he's not talking about cookies although he's talking about cookies and he uses cookie terms the whole time <laughs> um, but he's talking about sex and he's talking about women um, and I like the fact that in many of these types of songs where it's the whole one through they don't they usually hold back the reveal of what he's talking about until the end you know they want to try and make you keep guessing and, and figure it out what they're actually referring to 
but he makes it pretty clear from the very beginning with just the the one lonely evening alone home end up or carpal tunnel syndrome <laughs> kind of gives you a direction <laughs> of what's about to happen so he starts it off just like oh no i want you to know i'm talking sex here uh, uh, I want to be clear. And then he follows it up with, I just want you to see how cleverly I can keep this metaphor going through all of these different directions. Uh, it's it's super brilliant. It's super slick because he, not only does he use the metaphor to talk about his relationship to women, he talks about all of the different, you know, ways that he's had to deal with handling his sexual urges, you know, from like, I'm, check, I'm supposed to be checking my email, but all I got is messages from butt naked females. Uh, and then it's they got better sale tips than the Girl Scouts, and he's referring it to all these different things. And he's talking about paying for it, and I wonder how much I'd owe her for a whole box of caramel coconut Samoas. And <laughs> he flips that whole context while still telling this story. You know, he's doing all of that, but he's telling you the story of like, here's what's going on. I'm I'm alone at home. I'm trying to get some. I've been I've been handling myself for a while now, and I'm tired of it and I'm trying to get something and I'm online and that's not working and these chicks want money and I'm trying to see if my boy could bring over uh, some 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 females that's not working uh, and he kind of ends it with okay so I was successful you know he flips the metaphor again and then turns it from cookies to uh, the second verse where it's I don't mess with the Ritz bits wheat thin saltines and triscuits all a bunch of crackers basically hey i don't mess with the white girls <laughs> right <laughs> i need something with that bubble and that junk as he says you know further on and he ends it with all right i did i succeeded mission complete i got with a girl uh we had some now she's sleeping and i still want more and i'm trying to see if i can wake her up because i want something but i'm gonna let her sleep i'm gonna just go over here and handle myself again while she's sleep I just hope she doesn't wake up and catch me because then it's going to be bad. Um, and it's a, it's wake a crazy... Up. Wake yeah. up. Wake you know? her up. <laughs> but he does a really good flip of that. And I love the way that the, the depths that he went to, the way he told his story, um, the way he pulled in so many different things that, you know, as a kid in New York, um, I don't know if all of these cookies sold everywhere else, but I know every single cookie he's talking about when he starts talking about those i don't remember back in the day those like four in a row uh cookies that used to come it was like either strawberry yes. vanilla or chocolate filling <laughs> yes haven't seen them in 20 years but they give diabetes he, he mentions it like in, in his verse he talks about butter crunch which amazing linden's butter crunch cookies that was like a hood staple here at least here in brownsville Absolutely. you know he he taps on everything famous amos just covers all of these different things at one time does it cleverly does it in a way that's funny i miss that sense of humor that rappers were used to uh, allowed to have and now it's like no you better toughen up and have a tattoo and a, and a bandana and a gun um, well he's fucking smart though like he's a he fucking is. smart clever man so yeah first of all that goes over people's head any which of the way they're not gonna sit there and listen or bother to listen to mf doom because right. you know they're not gonna they don't fuck with it because mm -hmm. he's deep like that he he puts some messages that require deciphering you can't just listen to it and go oh he said that thing you gotta go wait oh oh uh, yeah. i see what he did there <laughs> and and they don't want to do that so for me that was always going to be on my list. 
Cookies is my jam. Great beat. Uh, nice, nice song. Just two verses. Powerful. Enjoy. I hope somebody goes and listens to it if they haven't heard it already. Yeah, go check out that and then go check out Mugs and Doom collaboration this Friday. Coming up. I'm, yeah. I don't know what's going to be, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, True. So, yeah, that and West Side Gun. Um, so, could be, mm. should be a good Friday. Red Man, <laughs> Cannabis, Cannabis. Yes. Dropping from, you know, the team that we associate with, uh, Sunblaze, Thanos, RY. So, we're looking forward mm-hmm. to see what the Sunset Boys do for Cannabis. Um, yeah, I'm going to go to Mines. Um, I didn't put much thought, honestly. I've been I've been in the foxhole um, doing yeah. so many projects that I told Sir Love, they're great. We'll do it Wednesday, great, because I'm not ready. <laughs> so it worked out perfect for me. Um, and even then, I had to yeah. call Sir Love Day and be like, I know what song, but I'm totally blanking <laughs> on where it is and how to find it. Um, so I'm going to go. What album was that? So we started a show with the sad announcement of Nas's death. So in memorandum of, 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 of Nas's career, we want to highlight some of his best stuff and, right. and, and just put so it out fair. there that that at one time, AZ was writing some really good rhymes for him. <laughs> um, so, so saying that, um, I'm going to go to, I think, one of his best songs. I don't think it's an underrated song. I don't think it's, it, it's not one of his mainstream songs. It's definitely one of the songs that... Right added depth and layer to um i am um it it, it was written and it's um i gave you power and i gave you power mm-hmm. is a song about it's it's written in the perspective of a gun um so the gun is speaking um yes. but he's also putting it together as this is how he feels as a human, especially as an artist in that time when he was at the top of his game, his popularity and the mm-hmm. demand for him and his sound and his verses were at an all-time high, and he feels like he's being used. That I'm only good for these things. I'm giving the audience this. I'm giving so many people things, people eating off of what I'm doing, and I'm exhausted yeah. or I feel used or whatever it is. But he 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 writes it in as a perspective as a gun you know the guns travel from 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 hood to hood from state to state mm-hmm. um so you, there's so many hands that touch the gun the right. perspective that i gave you power the gun gives this person power you don't have power by mm-hmm. itself um i give you power and with that power you do this and this and this um right. i just found the song to be very powerful in that perspective um it definitely you have to have some familiar familiarity did i say it right Familiarity. My GED got me there. Um, <laughs> and uh, to know if you don't know like parts of a gun and like a little bit yeah. of gun culture, you might not mm-hmm. get all the references. But the you know when he's talking about the part when uh you know the 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 barrel of the gun is is, is mm-hmm. the cock and this is the this right. and the, the hammer and the, the slide hammer, the, yeah mm-hmm. all of those things to really talk about being used um because of his popularity because of where he is and how he's not feeling it and and how we use in the gun culture and urban culture anybody use gun uses a gun for power for all these things but never yeah. gives the credit to that object it's always like it's a me thing and that's how he was feeling so i thought it was a very very deep 
the the way he rhymes it, the, the how hungry he was, the storytelling, the uh, attention to detail, is really is the high mark for Nas and why he's revered in in this circle. Um, it's unfortunate yeah. that Az stopped writing for him, and and <laughs> and Kanye started picking up the slack. But yeah. that's what it is. But at the highest point. I gave you power is one of the standout tracks that really put East Coast um, boom bat lyrics on the map and continue to be on the map yeah. there. So I had to give uh, Nas a shout. I gave you power off the it was written um, LP, not that EP that he dropped because that's an EP, not an LP. Mm-hmm. Ten <laughs> songs or more is an album. Yeah, we could get that right. <laughs> People are confused these days. Just like with his current work. Confusion. Very confused they are. Hopefully he gets Mm -hmm. some sales and post-mortem. We'll see. Now, (laughs) Kalina, we're circling (laughs) right back to you. Um, You started off strong, Mob Deep, Drink Away the Pain, one of my favorite tracks off the Infamous album. What do you got? What am I missing? I'm glad. I'm glad that Sir Love Day... He touched on somebody awesome and great because so did I. Mm-hmm. And I also and I went with that. MF Doom. I, I, mm-hmm. well, you did. He's dead now, but you did. You shared his. We good got works. her. She's in with us now. Yeah. I'm not gonna say shit. I'm not saying shit about this. <laughs> I have a, I have a, a big opinion about it. I'm not gonna say shit because this is not the time nor the place. So anyway. Mm-hmm. So I did pick MF Doom. I picked a song, and it's my favorite ladies. So in Mm. this song, he uses drugs as a metaphor Mm -hmm. for relationships with women. Okay, and he even and he starts off strong, like Mary. You know, like every time I see you, you know, it makes me want to eat you. But also, he says, you know, it's like a sweet little flower. You know, every you know, it's like very transparent. I see you every day. You know, that's Mm -hmm. obviously you know marijuana that's what he likes he sees her every day and then he goes on to talk about like other girls that he's met like throughout you know throughout time he met a girl in central park you know somebody was telling him look you know you need to stop messing with that white girl okay you know and this white girl Mm -hmm. happens to you know messes with his head and it makes his heart like go into a curl Mm -hmm. you know and then he said that plus she's from columbia Okay, Columbia? the white yeah. girl from Colombia, you know, mm-hmm. those are perfect. Cocaine what are you talking is about? a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> Colombians are perfect creatures. <laughs> so essentially, he's like, well, since she's from Colombia, she's actually a Spanish girl. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this is a dope little uh, little verse that he says here. He's like, this little young thing, um, she likes to do the tongue thing. Well, what drug do you put on your tongue? Acid. Mm-hmm. So right. <laughs> so he's going through that phase too. Yep. Yep. And then it's like, and then he also goes on to say, you know, as time goes on, it's hard to get it. So he's grunting. So he's mad because obviously you can't find acid everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then he also talks about this girl named Allie, which is, you know, alcohol. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's bitter. He's never abused her. And he's always going to try to be faithful to her. Why? Because he doesn't abuse her. And he'll always go back to it. Like, fuck it. Once I'm done with all these drugs, I'll just That's stick right. to one thing. I'll stick to yep. alcohol. So, and throughout, it's just, and he talks about other drugs, you know, I think ecstasy mm-hmm. yeah. or it could yeah, be yeah. heroin, hash, whatever. There are other drugs, mm-hmm. but the way he does it is just so clever. He's so sly in the, in his, in the way he does things. 
But of course, that shit's gonna go over a lot of people's head. Um, I don't know if they knew that this is what he was talking about. Probably right. thought he was talking about ladies. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I dope one. Super dope. Kalina's bringing it. She's bringing it. She's bringing. She she studied. For sure. She studied. Mm-hmm. Sleep deprived. She's ready. Those are facts. I like. Them. I'm fucking <laughs> tired. I am tired. <laughs> but she's ready. She put her gun away. She put your gun away. Don't be waving it. <laughs> Sir Love Day, man. Yes. So. What do you got? Because I know you're you're very like. This is your series, so I know when you said it, you were already mm-hmm. done. <laughs> you know, like, when I give, when I say topics, like I already know what I say because I already worked it through my head. So yeah. I'm eager to hear what you what you have. Uh, so my next record is probably one of the densest records I've ever. I'm mean, gonna say ever, but one of the densest records that I've listened to in the past few years. Um, just packed, and it's not you know it's partially because the song is pretty much just you know one of those classic. You guys know me. I love my bars, 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 session songs. So it's just one of those classic, no choruses. I don't need no hook for this type record. And by Lupe Fiasco, it's called Mural, um, off of his Tetsuo and Youth album. Uh, it was, you know, one of the standout songs. It was on a, on a still very good album, um, as far as I'm concerned. But it's super dense from start to finish. Every single line is is coded every single line has at least two or three layers to it right of just not just what he's saying but all of the depth of meaning that is behind it right so there's a the song starts off with you know we're all chemicals vitamins and minerals uh vicodin with inner tubes wrapped around the arm right so he starts it off with this super complex thing but it's just He's trying to give you this concept of first, let's begin from the basics. We're all human. We're all the same thing. We all are made of some of these different components. No man is greater than the next one. Uh, We're all similar. And then he flips that idea of what we're made of into the drugs and then uses that to flip into the vein. And then the vein then uh, translates to the next line, um, like a chicken on a barn so the vein then turns from a vein in your arm, right? The inner tube wrapped around your arm to show your vein, like you're doing drugs, to now we're a vein because we're cocky and we're full of our full of ourselves like a chicken or a rooster. To we're vein like a weather vein on top of a barn, which usually has a rooster or a chicken on it. So just in that little bit, there's like three different angles of how he used the one word vein just in that part of the line. And he ties it into the idea of the chicken that he's using right after it and the cockiness of the chicken because he then follows it up with even more references about how we're too full of ourselves. And it's just the first like two bars of the song. And there's already so much in there that you'll gloss by the first few listens. And it's just like, okay, yeah, Vicodin's and Chain, uh-huh. Top Cat Chat, okay, get another yawn and you move on. Uh, but there's so, so much in there all the way down through, um, even down to a section where he gets to the point in the verse where it's very clear that he's flipping his meanings of these words 
just to really demonstrate how nice he is at that point, right? He gets to a point where he's like, uh, I prefer girls to rain all over the world and not rain like Rain Man or rain like Rain Dance or rain like a slight chance of rain when it's rain. And just keeps extending all the different ways that he can find all the homonyms of rain and then flips that into, I'm going to give you all of these homonyms of hay and all these homonyms of, and just keeps flipping it each time to just to just to show off the depth of what he can do um of the song and while he's doing that there is a bunch of depth and actual meaning because he's you know lupe is one of those guys who wants to try and give you real information along the way right he's one of those guys who 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 tries to engage in, in deeper and more more careful and more informed and more elevated thought so there's a bunch of stuff in that song where he's just trying to get across the idea of like, listen, this is this is where we are, this is what's happening to us um, as people. Uh, we're not in the best place, and there's some ways we can get ourselves out of it. Um, and trying to teach a little bit there, but I just really wanted to highlight that particular song because of just how much is packed into one record, where it would take ages just to really sit and go through all of it. And he deserves some credit for that. Um, and I think, you know, Lupe is a really dope MC. Doesn't always have the best success with his albums. Um, doesn't always pick the best beats. You know, uh, he's he's one of those who's who's crossed that line of more dud albums than good albums. You know, so it, <laughs> it, it becomes rough to really like, go, oh, this guy's amazing. It becomes hard to push him off to people. Rest but in peace, Just as an Lupe. MC... <laughs> but just as an MC, uh, particularly on Tetsu and Youth, um, you know, in his early works, and particularly on this record, the man shows such a skill and depth of comprehension and understanding, and the ability to flip his meanings and really work his wordplay. Genius record, it's huge, definitely on my list, my short list of great wordplay records. Uh, speaking of genius. I'm gonna go right into mine. I'm talking about the <laughs> yes, the Jizza. The Jizza mm-hmm. is one of the founding members of the Wu Tang Clan. Yes. Let me geek out for a second because uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was Jizza Jizza risen old dirty first as the group right. all in together before mm-hmm. Wu Tang even was a thought. Before they added right. in the rest of the clan. Jizza was the first one officially out with his album. Not under the Wu-Tang umbrella, but as just mm-hmm. the Jizza the Genius on Tommy yeah. Boy Records uh, with words from the genius. Which is a staple mm-hmm. for any Wu-Tang fan because there's a lot of lexicon that started from that album. Um, wasn't mm-hmm. a big commercial album. A lot of Marley Mar beats and uh, some RZA remakes, like early RZA, 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 yeah. RZA stuff. Um, yeah. That led to 36. Now, for those Wu Tang hardcore fans, you already have the like the demo version of 36 Chamber, which is a completely different <laughs> type of album, but gives you the seeds of what 36 Chamber was in. You'll you'll have different versions of Method Man. You had uh, Tiger Crane uh, was on that uh, album, right. the demo album. A lot of dirty stuff was on there. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the most reused rhymes but Jizza came in 
on the Geffen Records, Dropping Liquid Swords, which is his, uh, you know, his second album, but under the Wu-Tang umbrella and really under the RZA's leadership. And, um, you know, the street single, the, the radio single was Liquid Swords. The, yes. the street single was Labels. Labels. And I, my metaphor is, I don't it's not a metaphor per se as much as he took Just words word from, a, from a category and used right, them differently. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I heard something like that. It didn't even register to me that that's what he was doing. <laughs> he starts off labels, Tommy ain't my motherfucking boy. <laughs> when you fake moves on a... You... And it, I didn't connect that he was listing off record yeah. label names. Rush Associated so. Label, Def Jam. Mm-hmm. Taking yeah. it to the next plateau. That's an R and B label. There was just yeah. he just went through the gamut of labels and put it into a song, but used the labels names in a different way. And it was a genius wordplay. It's not a metaphor. He's not telling you a story. He's just taking mm-hmm. words that we all know, like Coca Cola or Pepsi or whatever, and he put it in a song and he just redefined what the words mean. But yet, you, there right. was it, it was just brilliant. It's like playing a game of categories, you know. <laughs> and it was like you got to think of all the things that start with the letter B. Well, Jizz is gonna beat you. Right. He's yeah. gonna get you. Turn yeah. my mic up for playing a uh, yeah, and, he's gonna get you. and but it doesn't stop there. Labels mm-hmm. introduced the idea, and it was a solid street single of him flexing. Yeah. Liquid Swords had that haunting beat and that and the mm-hmm. storytelling that really kicks off the album well, and he did a good job with it in the NPR uh, Tiny Dex series as well. Um, True. So, and but Labels was the street single where like if you wanted bars, that's what you got. Then he followed up. Mm-hmm. He had uh, Animal Planet. He had a publicity. Publicity was the one where all the publishers were used, all like the magazine names. Uh, yep. Animal Pla- Planet was all the animals. Mm-hmm. Um, he did one, I forgot what album, but he did one with using all sports uh, NFL teams. Um, right, 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 right. Touchdown in the end zone, Bronco, mm-hmm. this Bronco, you know. Um, and even on yeah. um, Pro Tools, uh, he did one as, as well. So he has like a series of four. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm actually pull it up if I could, you know, sound like I know what I'm I'm talking about here. <laughs> so on, um, like he did the collabo album with DJ Mugs, on um, the Grandmaster. Yes. He had Advanced Ponds. Grandmasters is dope. Yeah, he yeah. Jizzas. He has uh, uh, labels um, from beneath mm-hmm. the surface. He had publicity, and from the 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 legend of liquid. So he had Animal Planets. Those are the series um, that he had where he just takes these themes. And just takes a word, reuses them, repurpose them, and then gives you this song. And if you're not paying attention, you will miss the brilliance of the songs. And you may not get what the references are. If you don't know what Rush Associated, Rush Associated label is, it's what mm. Def Jam put next to their label. It was a part of the right. movement when Def Jam was there. Um, just a lot yeah. of stuff like that that he did that I thought was ahead of its time and really gave Wu-Tang the hyper intelligent thing that they always brag that they have it was a a legit thing with him it was like he is there to word the wordplay that he used and the Mm -hmm. how big his vocabulary is he's ranked as one of the top ones with 
someone else, but I'm not going to give them credit because it's really just no one. Um, he has uh, the biggest, <laughs> b- like the biggest vocabulary that he uses in his rhymes, and this is a part of it. But he's also using words in a way that you never thought of, and it's a fascinating thing. Now, is he the best MC? No, he's not the best MC because my dude got a change up his cadences and do some fast beat tracks my dude is monotoned and it's a good way to like just rock out but man if you want to jam go to odb um something like that but you know check out those songs liquid swords you have the labels and you have animal planet uh, publicity advanced pawns all solid work with a and i think he drops one of those songs in every album so that for me just uh all of that good stuff did I do good, sir? Love day. Fire. That was that was, that was good. That yeah, was good. absolutely. That was, that was <laughs> good. Did I hit the metaphors? Yeah. Not, not the metaphor, but work. Of course. Plays. Okay. All right, we yeah, went there. Yeah. Uh, sir, love day. Queen sniffles, uh, over on that side. <laughs> she's not. <laughs> she's not sniffing oh, the cold. No. Um, it's okay to get sick. It's the perfect weather for it, um, and all that good stuff. Um, you're just mourning the death of Nas. I understand. Now, uh, what do you, this is the last round. You're ready, mm-hmm. you're ready, uh, you're up there. Your list is pretty, pretty, pretty good. So what, what yeah. do you got? So instead of doing a metaphor, I picked something like a song related to, a record related to foreshadowing. And this is a uh. song by Yurl Droog. And it's mm. My Girl is a Boy. So that says it all. Like it kind of says it all in the title. Like this is weird. <laughs> Why is your girl a boy? <laughs> and then the intro it starts off with, you know, the whoop whoop. That's the sound of the police. You know, mm-hmm. you know, that's the sound of the beast. You're like, why the fuck is it starting off like with police sirens? What's going on? Mm-hmm. So whatever, you know, he goes into the song or whatever. He starts rapping. He he meets this girl. She's dope. You know, she's fire. She's got a fit waist. She got pretty toes. She's fire. And you know we like pretty toes. You know, we cannot. (laughs) Somehow this podcast has been associated with pretty toes. (laughs) (laughs) I am not showing my toes. Nobody is fucking with a bitch that doesn't have pretty toes. And he says it anyways in this song. (laughs) So, you know, he, he pretty much tells her, you know, what he's been doing. He has some weight that he needs to move it. And he pretty much shows her the ropes. And, and he says that he's like, I didn't give her a ring, like a wedding ring. I gave her like a drug ring. So it's mm-hmm. like he felt so much unity like in their exchange. So he's teaching her, you know, like where she's going to put the drugs, you know, where she's going to put this, you know, right. a per- whatever. He, yeah, he, shows and, her, and he the, tells her where she puts spot. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, the human stash spot. Yeah, the sticky stash. So, so they're going through all this shit. He's chilling with this girl and then. He's at the crib one day and then he hears all this commotion. He's like, what is this? What the hell is this? So at the end of the song, he's like, oh, come on. It turns out that my girl is a boy. Not literally. She's one of them boys. She's them boys. You know, she's the, po- she's the mm-hmm. police. She's mm-hmm. one of them alphabet boys. That's what kind of boy that is. So, you know, he foreshadowed the events leading to this. His bitch was a boy. Not a good one. Not not a male boy. A fucking police. Mm-hmm. And I picked that one as my third. That's a great pick, nice. and it's one of those picks nice. that I have to go back Fire. and listen to it. Um, because mm-hmm. we're we're very good at this show highlighting like the classics, but we also like to mm-hmm. put people onto the other shit. So that's a, I, I think that was a good choice. Um, Sir Love Day, Glistening yes. Beard, 
Your forehead looks it's spectacular always. right now, by the way. Thank you, thank you. I should have changed that angle and let you get the glisten. Let thank it shine right I in your face. I am mildly attracted to you right now. <laughs> Just mildly. That's all right. Um, okay, good. As long as it stays mild. It's... Can't let it get in picante out here. I'm, I'm, uh... st I'm, I'm still flaccid, but we'll get all worked out. Um... <laughs> well, for me, <laughs> I'm going to jump into my third pick uh, before we continue this any further. Uh, so... I decided I had to go with um, one of my favorite types of rhymes. This is a weird selection for me because I had to try and find one. Uh, so one of the things that you do in wordplay that doesn't get a lot of credit um, when MCs do it is uh, what you would consider eponymous rhymes. So something that is short, you know, it may be like one, one bar or one, one half of a line but that little phrasing just because of the way that they phrased it has so much impact it hits you in your chest uh, even if it's not super sensible and it doesn't you know sound like a super genius line it doesn't make a whole ton of sense but it hits you with impact right so uh for me one of those classics um would be like sean sean price at the end of the first verse of barbecue sauce He's like, I make your mom suck my dick with barbecue sauce. Out of the blue, where'd that come from? Does I don't what? Why what? But it hits you in your chest and you reckon that you wake up and realize what he's saying. So for me, the record I chose to really personify that was uh so Yasin Bey, as we know him, uh now super skilled lyricist. This album, Black on Both Sides, you ask me, it's a perfect album classic album amazing and on there he's got this record mathematics where he starts he's only two verses again but dude why was that verse. my we're on the same page i was gonna say the same thing i was gonna say the same thing now i gotta change it now i'm gonna change it <laughs> he starts each verse with this you know lyrical countdown with uh you know one for charlie hustle two for steady rock three for the fourth coming live future side the five dimensions six senses seven firm you know he goes through it does the same thing in the second verse um but it's it's not just you know that great work of the the one through ten scheme that i like about it he's he's delivering so much content and concept through this these two verses so much knowledge right just in these two little bits um where he's like, um, it's, it's, uh, I got 32, I got 16 to 32 bars to rock it, but only 15% of profits ever see my pockets. And then 69 last 10 years of uh, defense, but folks still live in fear. Uh, half of Americans own a cell phone so they can see every, everything that you do when you're not home. Um, I guess Michael Jackson was right, you are not alone. Uh, and he just keeps going through these great, just super deep uh, statements. Uh, and one of my favorite ones, it's it's a permanent quote. In fact, I live, uh, you know, giving away a little bit of where I live now in Brooklyn. But where I'm at in Brooklyn, there's actually a mural uh, right at the spot that he's referring to um, where he says in his song, he says, I'm blacker than midnight on Broadway and Myrtle, which is an intersection in my neighborhood, in the Best Eye area of Brooklyn, where I live now, uh, where when he says blacker than midnight on Broadway and Myrtle, 
for those of us who've been there, we know that there's a different type of darkness over there, right? It's a lot of businesses. But one, you're under overpass of a train. Two, that corner is, or those corners, that intersection is just problem central, right? Slangin central, user central, zombie land, okay? Uh, a few months or two ago, uh, there was a huge K2 issue, right? Where there was something like 20 to 50 people that were on in the vicinity of that corner that the cops had to roll up and take away and ambulance had to come and get them because they were all gone off of the latest drug to hit the street. And that's the sort of the blackness and darkness that we're talking about on that corner. Bad things, dark things happened there. Um, and he just encapsulated so much of what that is in that little line where even just visually it makes sense because it is the darkest spot <laughs> in that area right there by that train with those high buildings around it. In the middle of the day at noon, there is nothing but shadow on all four corners because so of that how you can that see that. That's crazy. Um, so it's such a great line. It, it, it connects, you know, super for me and all the people who've been through that area of, of that sty. But it also has that impact. If he's he's making a larger statement than just oh that area is dark, he's also saying that he's blacker than that, and, and and talking about you know what he deals with and how he relates to his community, and how he carries that burden and feels that burden, and then he follows through with that idea throughout the song, with all these references about how you got to be careful, you're gonna end up in this prison industrial complex, and you need to watch yourself because. Um, they 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 feed the they need more blood to raise the cash cow, and and he's he's giving you all of this depth with these great great turns of phrase uh, throughout this song. It's one of my favorites. It's huge. It's it's one of those things that if you were to hold a school for emceeing, this would be in the textbook, uh, or it might be its own book alone. Like, yeah how you can do so much with a great beat uh, and still come out on top of a great DJ Premiere beat, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's Premiere. Um, and still come out on top with an incredible song, part of an incredible album. I always think about mathematics when I think about great MCing and great wordplay. So it's definitely just going to be up there for me. Yeah, and I'm agreeing with you. I'm not even going to add another one because I feel like that's exactly <laughs> the type of songs that I jive with but also really highlight what we're talking about in this art of emceeing um, and most that that's not the first time he's done that you can also put a uh, new world order in there as mm -hmm. he's trying to teach you something but yet really be have you think about it by not giving you right. all the answers at once by but really he wants you to listen and research um, and yeah, it's kind of yeah. always been his style. I look forward to uh, me and Sir Love. They're going to go out to the Brooklyn Festival. We're going to see Black Star perform live. We're going to be in the front row. Yes. We're going to represent. Yep. And we're going to. we know that song's going to come on. And we're going to be live. Oh, and we're going to do it. And everyone's going to look at us. And I don't give a shit. Because it's most deaf. And, and it's Talib Kweli. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward to it. I got the tickets for that, by the way. Yeah. You know, I'm ready to go. Nice. So mathematics uh, are good. <laughs> and, and I, you know, I just love... 
I love how he ends it. You want to learn how to rhyme, you better learn how to add. It's mathematics. And I'm like, I'm 100% with that message. Yeah. 100% <laughs> with that message. You want to yeah. learn how to rhyme, you better learn how to add. It's mathematics. It's mathematics. And that's about that's the business right. of it. That's how all, like, that's what he's mm-hmm. talking about is the business of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a great choice. I'm not surprised the Brooklyn boys picked the Brooklyn boy <laughs> as the last yeah. one. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Do we want to close it out with that one MC or are we good where we are? Sir Love Day, you're cool. Yeah, I'm good because I don't have the one MC, anyways. <laughs> I think there's a lot there for well, the I'm listeners a... to. to but now, if you want yeah. to unpack your last one, go for it, Sir Love Day. Yeah, I just want to highlight out my one MC because he's actually been mentioned twice already. Uh, he is my go to guy every time I think about uh, a, a great master of words. It's MF Doom. Uh, people love to make their lists of top rappers and and this guy over here and this guy's got this and this guy's got that but if you want a one-man book on some emceeing particularly when you want to talk about how to work your words mf doom's that guy to go to uh he's got it on a billion different subjects he pulls in all sorts of references his ability to flip those references to make it relevant to whatever he's talking about at that time is incredible uh, the fact that he can create these rhymes about stuff that's just like, why would you even need to rap about that? But he can, and he can choose to go there whenever he wants to. He did a whole album on Adult Swim characters and and made it hot. <laughs> like, made bars, made, made like incredible bars that you were like, ooh, ooh, how do you... Well, I mean, yeah, that was dope, but he's just describing like the characters on Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but he's doing it in such a hell way that you're just like, damn, this dude is nice. How does he do this? And he deserves a little bit of, of, of real love and credit and attention for his incredible ability with the words, man. Um, uh, if I didn't put cookies in there, my original plan was going to be all three MF Doom records. Uh, and it was going to be, it was going to be cookies. It was going to be Vomit Spit um, or uh, All Caps. And um, what's the what's the song about Superman? Uh, his his song off of um, Born Like This, where he basically calls Superman a, a queer, uh, just calls him gay, the whole record, and just him in his red tidy whities and blue cat suit and <laughs> makes fun of everything about him and just flips into a crazy way. Then calls Batman gay and says that... that uh, <laughs> Uh, Alfred comes in and, and busts in and finds Batman slob and Robin's knob and just keeps flipping everything throughout that whole verse. The dude's genius. The dude's incredible. What a master of words from any direction, any angle, without having to do much to it. He doesn't mess with the pronunciations, just straight delivers them and makes it all rhyme, makes it all sound genius. The dude's a beast. Yep. MF Doom. There we are. Thanks for everyone checking out the show. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio. You can find Kalina over at Calzingas over on Twitter. Twitter, Twitter only, um, and nice feet only allowed. As we have we have yeah, some st- we have sta- we have standards around here. Um, Sir Love Day is the well organized one, so you can find them on all social media at Sir Love yes. Day. You can hit me up question at podcast on everywhere except Twitter because Twitter did not accept 
the size of my name. So it's uh, Crush A Lot Cheese over in Twitter. Um, you can hit us up at Crush A Lot Gmail dot com if you want to come on the show if you just want some um merch we got you um those people who were on the last show we, uh, the q a your your stuff is in the mail so you should be getting it like any day now um nice. so should be you should be getting in i put some stuff in there um so you know you'll get a care package with with some uh summer shirts and stickers and buttons and some stuff from the homie sunblaze um nice. latest album on cd signed in your yeah. stuff and a digital copy straight from sunblaze himself so shout out to sunblaze for hooking up uh the listeners um and all yeah, that good real. stuff and uh you know thank you for for checking out the show we appreciate it hey compassion and empathy is so important these days but not for nas so have a good one and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode peace peace <laughs>